Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Ibrahim Ismail through Hajar alayhi salam and gave Ibrahim Ishaq through Sarah alayhi salam and Ibrahim was commanded to take Hajar and Ismail to the barren land and thus we celebrate the life of Ibrahim in our Umrah and Hajj the Zamzam, the Maqam of Ibrahim, the Safa and Marwa, the pelting of the Shayateen. Right? Subhanallah, look how Allah loved this. Look at the barakah of this man. That an entire pillar in Islam has been revealed in recognition of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Wallahi, what will make us understand who is Ibrahim alayhi salam? That Allah makes us, after Arafah, go and pelt. And on the days of Tashriq, go and pelt. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Not once, but a second day. And a third day. And a fourth day. We have the three days of Tashriq, and then we have the pouting of the, the greater Jamara on the day of Eid. Imagine. Simple pouting. Why? Because a great man who walked this earth before you and I, he did this, and it was beloved to Allah. There were devils that were trying to throw him off, carrying out the command of Allah. And this is what he did. And Allah loved it, thus emulated. Thus emulated. Allah loves to see that act happen time and time again. Thus He made it a pillar or part of the pillar of the pillars of Islam, Hajj. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Wallahi, our, my hairs are standing just talking about Ibrahim alayhi salam and just thinking about this. Imagine, imagine us in this world and the most amazing person, your hero, the most the person you would love to meet, he praises you by name. And he introduces an act that is dedicated to you. How honored and how special would you feel? Imagine that. And the Lord of the worlds has recognized a man and set as a practice an action that celebrates the action of this man and recognizes him. So how special must he be? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Again we say, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with him in Jannah. Ameen. 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 So this is it, O servants of Allah. Allah placed in his progeny prophethood, nubuwa, and revelation. For all these prophets came from his progeny and books were revealed to them. Thus, these books and these prophets were in the progeny of Ibrahim alayhi salam. What an amazing person indeed. What an amazing person indeed. And that is why when someone told the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Oh, best of mankind. Ya khayr al-bariyya. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, No. The best of mankind is Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. And that's why he's been given these titles. He's been given these titles. And for your information, for those who want to follow up, uh, this particular hadith is the hadith of Anas ibn Malik. Is the hadith of Anas ibn Malik and is found in Sahih Muslim. Sahih Muslim. And we just shared earlier the hadith of Ibn Abbas. How Ibrahim alayhi salam will be the first to be clothed on the day of Qiyamah. So his blessings continue from this world into the hereafter. My dear brothers and sisters, Wallahi, I mean, we need, rightfully the talk should end now. We've completed over an hour. And honestly, to sit and discuss the history of Ibrahim alayhi salam and the many events that happened in his life and the many lessons that can be deduced from these events 
we would require, I would say, two days. Two days together. Maybe ten hours on one day and ten hours on the next day. In fact, maybe we should make this a course. MashaAllah, I see the brothers here, they have their folders for the Al-Kawthar course that they're attending here at the Fanar, MashaAllah. May Allah bless them for their, their striving. They've sat the whole day today for almost ten hours and they're sitting for this program. May Allah bless you all and increase your knowledge and make you ulama of the ummah and make from your children ulama as well. Ameen, ameen. And perhaps this can be a course, wallahi, just to sit down and better our lives from studying the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. But with, with your permission, with your permission, if you permit, if you permit, I would like to read some ayat from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that describes one event or the earliest event in the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And that is him in the house of his father, in the house of idolatry, and a conversation that takes place between them. And three or four lessons that we can deduce, with your permission. With your permission. Because we wouldn't complete this talk if we didn't at least take an incident from his life and learn from it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his book says, وَاذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ صِدِّيقًا نَبِيًّا إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ يَا أَبَتِ لِمَ تَعْبُدُ مَا لَا يَسْمَعُ وَلَا يُبْصِرُ وَلَا يُغْنِي عَنْكَ شَيْئًا يَا أَبَتِ إِنِّي قَدْ جَاءَنِي مِنَ الْعِلْمِ مَا لَمْ يَأْتِكْ فَاتَّبِعْنِي أَهْدِكَ صِرَاطًا سَوِيًّا يَا أَبَتِ لَا تَعْبُدِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ كَانَ لِلرَّحْمَنِ عَصِيًّا يَا أَبَتِ إِنِّي أَخَافُ أَنْ يَمَسَّكَ عَذَابٍ إِنِّي أَخَافُ أَنْ يَمَسَّكَ عَذَابٌ مِّنَ الرَّحْمَنِ فَتَكُونَ فَتَكُونَ لِلشَّيْطَانِ وَلِيًّا قَالَ أَرَاغِبٌ أَنْتَ عَنْ آلِهَتِي يَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ لَئِنْ لَمْ تَنْتَهِ لَأَرْجُمَنَّكَ وَاهْجُرْنِي مَلِيًّا قَالَ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكَ سَأَسْتَغْفِرُ لَكَ رَبِّي إِنَّهُ كَانَ بِي حَفِيًّا وَأَعْتَزِلُكُمْ وَمَا تَدْعُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ وَأَدْعُوا رَبِّي وَأَدْعُوا رَبِّي عَسَىٰ أَلَّا أَكُونَ بِدُعَاءِ رَبِّي شَقِيًّا فَلَمَّا اعْتَزَلَهُمْ وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ وَهَبْنَا لَهُ وَهَبْنَا لَهُ إِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبَ وَكُلًّا جَعَلْنَا نَبِيًّا وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُمْ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا 
وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُمْ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ لِسَانَ صِدْقٍ عَلِيًّا The Quran is beautiful, wallahi. It's soothing. It's soothing. It's, it's therapeutic. As we say, we take peace from it and contentment from it. And especially when you understand it. Especially when you understand it. Let us go through these ayat. Let us go through these ayat. In the 19th chapter, or more appropriately, surah in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ And mention in the book the story of Ibrahim. I'm going to run through this quickly. Indeed, he was a man of truth and a prophet. And mention when he said to his father, Oh my dear father, why do you worship that which does not hear? and does not see, and will not benefit you at all. O oh, my dear father, indeed there has come to me of knowledge, that which has not come to you. So follow me, and I will guide you to an even path. O oh, my dear father, do not worship shaitan. Indeed, shaitan has ever been to the most merciful, disobedient. Allahu Akbar. Look at the advice of a young to the one who is old. Oh my dear father, indeed I fear that they will touch you a punishment from the most merciful. So you would be to shaitan a companion in the hellfire. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So his father heard him and said to him, Have you no desire for my gods, O Ibrahim? If you do not desist, meaning from saying what you're saying, I will surely stone you. So avoid me and get away from me for a prolonged time. So he was scolded and he was scorned. And Ibrahim turns to his father and says, Qala salamun alayk. Peace be upon you. Sa'astaghfiru laka rabbi. I will ask forgiveness for you from my Lord. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Innahu kana bi hafiyya. Indeed, he is ever gracious to me. Allahu Akbar. Wallahi, how many of us value our Islam and our Iman by Allah? Have we ever thanked Allah for waking up with this greatest gift, Islam? And this greatest gift, Iman? Have we ever thanked Allah by Allah, I ask you? Have you ever thanked Allah, literally cried to Allah and said, Ya Allah, Wallahi, you gave me the greatest gift without me ever asking you for it. Have we ever? Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. And Ibrahim alayhi salam says, and I will leave you and those you invoke other than Allah. And I will invoke my Allah and my Lord. I expect that I will not be in invocation to my Lord unhappy. So when he had left them and those they worshipped other than Allah, we gave him Ishaq. And we gave him Ya'qub from the progeny of Ishaq. And each of them we made a prophet. And we gave them our mercy, Allahu Akbar. And we made for them a reputation of high honor. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Maryam. In the ayat that I chose to recite for you. Brothers and sisters, before we leave, let us traverse through these ayat together. Let us traverse very quickly through these ayat together and at least through tadabbur extrapolate some lessons 
for Ibrahim alayhi salam and his life is deserving of us doing this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us from these ayat, brothers and sisters, that charity begins at home. Because Allah tells us in this portion of the Qur'an how Ibrahim alayhi salam is giving da'wah to his father first. Not to anyone else in the community. To his father first. Charity begins at home. Today, brothers and sisters, we are quick to look at the faults of others. And we don't see the problems that need fixing right in front of us. I'm not saying that da'wah should not be comprehensive. It should be. But da'wah should also be prioritized. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded His Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to begin this da'wah by inviting the close ones. وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَتَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ Start with your close ones, your relatives, and those in close proximity to you. Charity begins at home. This is what we learn first and foremost from the outset of this conversation between Ibrahim alayhi salam and his father. What an amazing da'i Ibrahim alayhi salam was. We just said at the beginning that he was a giant in da'wah. Right? He was a giant in da'wah. Those closest to us brothers and sisters, they have a greater right to our goodness than those who are further from us. And when Islam teaches us to maintain family relations, it's not just about visiting people. It's not just about visiting people. It's about being proactive with them. This is how you maintain family relations. This is how it is. That you are proactive with them. That you are first to correct their mistakes for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if there's a mistake. You don't go about speaking behind their back about their mistake. This is how da'wah is done to those in close proximity to us. And this is the da'wah of Ibrahim. He's not speaking to anyone else about his father. He's immediately visiting his father and teaching his father and inviting his father. Alayhi salam. Alayhi salam. Today, sadly, our relationship with our families and close ones is in a total opposite direction to Ibrahim alayhi salam and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about him here. And it's totally opposite to the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have a petty attitude in maintaining relationships with our families. We have the attitude, if they visit me, I will visit them. That's our attitude. Right? Their daughter got married. They didn't invite me to their walima. Wait, I'm going to fix him. I have three daughters. I have three. Right? I want to fix him. This is our attitude. This is our attitude. This is not the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam and the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam and the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is not the way of a Muslim who has submitted to the will of Allah and declared Allah as one and accepted the prophecy of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. A Muslim lives his or her life upon the character of Islam and not the character of another person. If your values is to greet people, you will greet them every day even if they don't greet you back. Because you will continue being who you are. This is you looking, these are the values that Islam has instilled in us. 
and the values that we need to strive to upkeep. And by Allah, the moment we lose these values, we will lose ourselves. Ibrahim alayhi salam is teaching us the importance of value. The importance of value. May Allah grant us the understanding. Many of us are slaves. Slaves of our own emotions. Our own emotions. We just discussed how Ibrahim was supportive of Lut. Today, somebody else has something, we are envious. We become slaves of our own emotions. Right? We don't work with them with the character of Islam. We work with them with other people's character. And thus we become sad people and depressed people. And people who shorten their lives. Why? Because there's stress. And we know that stress has spiritual and physical harm. It has. It increases our blood pressure from the physical harms. Right? Whereby if we took a page from the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam, we would celebrate the success of somebody else using the character and the values of Islam. And we would free ourselves from being a slave to the emotion of hasad and envy and jealousy and so on and so forth. These qualities of shaitan that made shaitan become wretched and doomed forever. Try it one day. Somebody has something that you would love. Celebrate it as if you were given that thing. And see how well you sleep at night. Try it one day. Try it one day. Celebrate it as if you received it. Because he's your Muslim brother. And the character of Islam dictates that we behave this way. And this is better for our dunya and akhirah. May Allah grant us the understanding. So, point number one. Charity begins at home. Look after your family members. Comprehensively. In visiting them, yes. And in our da'wah. And activeness and proactiveness with them. May Allah grant us the understanding. Amen. The second point we learn from the da'wah of Ibrahim alayhi salam is politeness in speech. How many times did you hear, Oh my dear father, ya abati. 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 Allahu Akbar. How many times did you hear that just now? In this ayat that we recited. His father was upon misguidance. But look at the patience. Look at the respect. Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam. We were just discussing how forbearing and humble. He had, this was part, this was Ibrahim. Because this story is telling us about Ibrahim as a young boy. He was much younger than when the angels visited him. Before they went to Lut. And even here, his qualities are the same. His qualities are the same. The character of Islam existed. He wasn't a person who in one portion of his life had a certain character. And in another portion of his life had a different character. A person who lost his identity. No. You know, they always say today, identity crisis. Our youth are going through an identity crisis. They never went through identity crises. They knew who they were. They knew where they came from. They knew where they were going. And they knew how to get there successfully. They had their values. They were people of perspective. People of perspective. So he's speaking to his father in the mildest of ways. Today by Allah, how do we address our children when they make mistakes? What words come out of our mouth? Allahul Musta'an. That our child might remember that word in old age and it will give them a low self-esteem because of our crime and no fault of theirs. Today even in our da'wah sometimes, how do we see people addressing other people that they want to correct? Oh innovator, oh misguided one, 
O Mubtadi' and so on and so forth. Allahul Musta'an. Look at Ibrahim alayhi salam talking to an idolater. He's saying, my dear father, the softest of speech, the softest of speech. And the scholars of the Arabic language say that there are ten ways to call your mother and father in the Arabic language. The softest of these ten is Ya Abati. And this was the sunnah of all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For we see this in the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. When he went to his father and also said, Ya Abati. And subhanallah, we see that these children, these young, they addressed their parents with the respect gained from the way the parents addressed them. Because the parents would address their children, or the Anbiya alayhim wassalam, they would address their children in the most sweetest of ways as well. Have we not seen in the Quran, Ya Bunay, oh my dear son, Ya Bunay, oh my dear son. Even in the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam, look how he was. Look how he was. When he was older, and Allah tested him with Ismail. Because Allah loved his tawheed. And Ibrahim was making dua for years and years and years. Ya Allah, grant me a child, grant me a child, grant me a child. So when Allah gave him Ismail, Allah tested him. That who is more beloved to you? Allah and his command or your son Ismail. Thus Allah commanded him to put a knife to his neck. Right? When Allah commanded him to this act, Ibrahim alayhi salam turned to his son. And Allah tells us this in the Quran. Allah says, فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعِيَ قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ أَنِّي أَذْبَحُكَ فَانْظُرْ مَاذَا تَرَى Allah says that once it was understood what was required of him, he turned to his son. And he said, oh my dear son, indeed I see in a dream myself slaughtering you. So what do you say about this? Oh my dear son, what do you say about this? And Ismail alayhi salam turns to his father and says, قَالَ يَا أَبَاتِي Oh my dear father, افْعَلْ مَا تُؤْمَرْ Carry out that which Allah has commanded you to do. سَتَجِدُنِي You will find me. إِنْشَاءَ اللَّهِ With the permission of Allah and the will of Allah. مِنَ الصَّابِرِينَ From the patient. May Allah make us diligent parents and make us diligent children and may Allah grant us diligence in our speech and da'wah. Ameen. Ameen. So that's the second point. To be sweet in our da'wah. To be sweet in our da'wah. Speak to people with kindness. Speak to them with respect. Speak to them with respect. Repel evil with good. Allahu Akbar. Even if they speak against you, Repel that with goodness. And this is the third point that I want to share with you from the da'wah of Ibrahim. Because when his father spoke to him harshly and said, if you don't stop, I will stone you and get away from me. Right? Right? This is what his father in effect said. What did Ibrahim alayhi salam say? What did he say? He said, Salamun alayk. He repelled that evil with goodness. With that which is ahsan and better. If somebody calls you names, address them with sweetness. Repel that evil with goodness. And this is the third lesson from the ayat which we read. Ibrahim alayhi salam teaches us 
How to maintain our values and maintain our akhlaq and maintain our character. My father just scolded me. He told me to get away. He's threatened to stone me. How scared must I feel? But immediately I will still never lose my values with regards to me and my father. Thus he says, Salamun alaik. Peace be upon you. And not only that, I will be good to my father. Sa'astaghfiru laka rabbi. I will ask Allah to forgive you. Allahu Akbar. He wants to be dutiful to his father. And yes, Ibrahim did seek forgiveness until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught him that his father is destined for the hellfire. Thus, Ibrahim alayhi salam had to stop and he stopped seeking forgiveness from that point onwards. From that point onwards. This is the third lesson, brothers and sisters. No pettiness. Repel evil with goodness. And this is from the highest stages of a person's character and belief. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us this in the Quran. The ability to make your enemy your greatest friend and supporter. He says, إِدْفَعْ بِالَّتِي هِيَ أَحْسَنُ فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةَ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. That repel that evil with that which is better. So that perhaps you will convert your enemy and make him your greatest supporter. Allahu Akbar. Right? This is from the lessons of Ibrahim alayhi salam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with him in Jannah. There are many, many lessons I would like to share. But inshallah, this is a good reason. A good reason for us to agree to inshallah make dua that Allah gathers us again together to learn from the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. From the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. We can't do everything. We can't do everything. But we've done something. And inshallah we've done a lot. Bithinlahi ta'ala. Inshallah we've learned about this great prophet. And as you learn about him. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us like him. Ask Allah to inspire us to be like him. So Allah loves us in a greater way. In a greater way. That we do those deeds that are a means of earning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greater love. Great love, Amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with Ibrahim alayhi salam in Jannah. And may Allah inspire us to have sittings dedicated to the lessons from the events in the life of this Prophet and the other Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire us to emulate His way and the ways of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam in our lives. Amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with Him in Jannah. Ameen. I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have a farewell topic tomorrow because I leave Qatar and you all after that topic. And that topic is also titled Lessons from the Khutbah of the Farewell Hajj. Right? So we have a farewell topic related to the farewell Hajj. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve us in His obedience and grant us life to avail ourselves tomorrow bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. And as we agreed yesterday, when you come, bring two people with you because you have two hands and make sure they bring two people as well because they have two hands. Barakallahu feekum, hadha wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbi ajma'in subhanallahi wa bihamdihi subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilaykum assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.